Fantasy football is back, and you don't want your team to suck. My favorite fantasy football punishment I've ever heard is the last place guy had to spend 24 hours in a waffle house, and every <laughs> waffle he ate was one hour off of his count. I want numbers. How many did he end up eating? 12 waffles in 12 hours. <laughs> I'm Danny Heifetz. I'm Danny Kelly. And I'm Craig Horlbeck. We host the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on the Ringer Podcast Network. To avoid eating 12 waffles in a waffle house, follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by TurboTax. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, filing with 100% accuracy and getting your max refund guaranteed. So whether you've side hustled your way to playoff tickets, auctioned off those vintage jerseys, or started a sports podcast of your own, hey, you're like me, switch to TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're also brought to you by FanDuel and TheRinger.com and The Ringer Podcast Network. We launched a bunch of podcasts last week, including The Ringer Gambling Show that's launching this week. Warren Sharp's going to be with Joe House, Chris Vernon, Ben Solak three times a week. JJ Jastrzemski is going to go on there every once in a while. I might pop on there. We might do some baseball playoff gambling at some point. Uh, we might have some basketball when the basketball season starts. So get ready. Subscribe to that. Follow it for free on uh, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We also launched the Ringer MMA show, Ariel Hawani, Chuck Mendenhall, Pizza Carroll. There was a UFC event last week. They came on Green Room. They talked about it. Then after the card, they did another, another Green Room that we turned right into a podcast. So uh, reaction pods for basically the best, I don't know, 22 UFC events of the year. There's another one coming up this week too. So follow that as well. And keep your eye out for our new Chicago podcast that we're launching with Jason Goff. I will give you the details as soon as you can follow it on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, but it's going to be called The Full Go with Jason Goff three times a week. Chicago podcast. Coming up, a special two-part extravaganza. The Cuz is back. It's our 15th year. Not only are you going to do Guess the Lions, you have to wait till part two for that. But in part one, we're going to talk about our favorite future bets. We're going to guess all the over-unders for win totals really fast. Let's do a little speed round and break down everything else you need to about the football season. This is part one. The two-part extravaganza with Cousin Sal. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, we did it. We made it to our 15th year of Guest the Lines. <laughs> Cousin Sal is here. You can see him. He has the Extra Points Network. He's on a bunch of podcasts. What, what else? Just give us all the plugs right away. Who cares? Extra Points Podcast Network, extrapoints.com, Fox Bet Live. We're doing some shows, but not every day. I don't even know how to explain that, but uh, it's great <laughs> to be back for year 15. Mike. And we were going over before the show the things that were older then. Yeah, and, uh, that they, that guess the lines is older than. Even though, to be fair, you had come up with this concept. You did it yes. who, with uh, with Darren. Yeah, with Darren, the Parlay the, Kid, the Parlay Kid. Yes, yes. And, and then uh, when we started working together at Jimmy Kimmel's show in 2002, we started doing guess the lines. Even I don't even think the show had launched yet. You pulled me in. Then we started doing it on the phone after I left. Mm -hmm. And I always thought. This could this should be a radio show. It turned out to be a podcast, and here we are, fifty. Yeah, later. and we've made a lot of money guessing the lines, and getting that advantage on everybody else, knowing guessing the lines ahead. Six. Oh no, we have oh, wait, no, no. We've, we've, lost, we've, we've no. lost tons of money. We've lost a ton. Yeah. <laughs> wait. But so I, what are we older than? What is guess the lines? Well, older we're than? older than um, we're older than Breaking Bad, right? Because mm. that came out when that came out. Oh eight. Yep. I'm looking at that. 
uh, Sons of Anarchy, Clone Wars, uh, Real Housewives of New York City, The Vibrating Razor. I think Siri Cruz were older then. I mean, we're 15. We're we're going to get our period any day now. This is we're terrific. older than Kevin Durant's NBA career. Yes, yes. We're older right. than any moment that you remember from Steph Curry because he had the two Davidson in 2008 and 2009. Wow. Nobody really knew who he was before then. Right. And then he became Steph Curry. Um, yeah, those are some good ones. Yeah, I think we inspired Kevin Durant's career, I think. The Sopranos, Kyle was telling us that the Sopranos ended um, a, a month before us or something. Yeah, like two, months, yeah. two, three months before. And then it took you that long to recover to actually be able to do a pie. You're still upset. I'm still upset. I actually thought that would that's what Guess the Lines was, just discussing the Sopranos uh, ending for 15 years. But no. <laughs> Maddest you've been since I've known you. The we Sopranos ending. Still hasn't gotten better. I made the mistake of telling you I thought it had aged well and you got mad all over no, me. No, now, now everybody loves the Sopranos ending. Like I'm, I'm the only one. By the way, I don't want to, I know we have a lot of football to discuss, but you're going to be jealous and mad. But I saw the Sopranos movie this weekend. Oh, wow. Is I that some it. sort of Jimmy thing? Jimmy guy? Yeah, he has um, David Chase on Tuesday what a dick. or Wednesday. <laughs> a jerk. Come I never on, get man. that call anymore. God, yeah, no. Just, just fringe. We had I'm, like, ten, I'm like 10 levels below getting that. I, just, I, don't, I don't water the plant enough with Jimmy, and now I just don't get those calls. See? That's what happened. Terrible You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're so when we started them. Guess the Lines in 07, yeah. the Patriots get Randy Moss that year in Welker. Mm. They blow out the Jets in week one. We do guess the lines, and then the next day all hell breaks loose, and Spygate happens. I think that happened on like basically by by the time our pod was up, the Patriots had become villains, and that became a running theme that whole year, yeah. leading to the Super Bowl, the Tyree catch, they lose, and then we've done. I mean, we used to have to call in. We'd be yeah, I'd be at the Super Bowl calling in from some shitty hotel connection. Right. Sort of like this. Uh, we did some in person. We went to. It was Super Bowl in Dallas one year, I think. We did guest lines in person. Yeah, we There's did in Vegas. We did yep. a preseason thing in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's when Spygate started. But they've been cheating for many years before that. That's just when they got busted. <laughs> well, they're going to be cheating again this year. They go 12 <laughs> and 5. Uh, I thought uh, we could... Actually, let's go big picture first. Okay. I feel fantastic about the Patriots. And I'll we'll get to that do. later. How do you feel about the Cowboys? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. Zach Martin now out with COVID. And uh, already they have more guys out with COVID than they did all of last year. So uh, freaking great. Now we're going to get, we're gonna, I think we're going to do a rapid fire over under. And I believe in this team beyond week one. Um, but uh, yeah, not a great start right off the bat. Did hard knocks make you feel better or worse? No, I cringe with the hard knocks. You never want your team on hard knocks, right? Like if it was going to focus on Jerry for an hour, that's fine. But now Jerry's only like in the credits. He's on for like 40 seconds talking about Whataburger. And otherwise it's Dak and oh man, I don't know. Who knows if he's going to come back and all this other stuff and guys um, eating yams in an empty cafeteria and, and losing a connect four. It's like, all right. And Mike McCarthy is a stumbling <laughs> idiot. So but uh, let, let's just get on the field and play already, right? He's no Dave Campo. Dave Campo's still the <laughs> nadir for hard knocks coaches. And we have had some winners. I like, I've, I saw probably half of the season. Mm-hmm. Hard knocks, I'm kind of bored by. I did see the CD Lamb is going to be the next Jerry Rice montage. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. They had some, they weaseled, shoehorned in this Jerry Jones section about kind of the legacy of Jerry Jones, like conveniently omitting that. I don't even think you've made the conference championship game since the mid 90s, right? 95. If you want to say that's mid 90s, that's fine. But 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, the excellence, the continuity. They're doing uh, this whole thing. Yeah, but he blah. agrees to it. He's the only one who likes this shit, this hard knock shit. Like anyone else would run from it. Um, Jerry loves it, but that, that's why it's weird that he's not really in it that much. When we worked at Jimmy's show the first year, somebody followed, a documentary crew followed the show around for the oh, first yeah. few months. Mm-hmm. Nobody loved it more than you. You were the most excited to watch it. There was our friend Hanch through the executive producer, our friend Daniel under the bus in the yeah. documentary. I've never seen you more excited. You yeah. The tongue it, in the side of your cheek for an hour straight. It was excellent. But as a host, like Jimmy refuses to watch it, right? It's just so it's, it's yeah. miser- miserable, uh, you know, <laughs> comment after comment. A lot of ghosts in there. Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't go back. Well, I mean, they're filming a documentary about us hurriedly launching a late night show. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to watch it either if I was Jimmy, because normally right. it takes like nine months to launch those things. And we were doing <laughs> it in like four weeks. Um, yeah. We're going to do some some over under stuff. 
We're going right. to try to do, we're going to speed round it. We're just going to go on the record. We're going to try to go as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, we'll start with your team, Dallas. Over, under, nine and a half. I'm going well, under. This is stupid. You're going under. Interesting. Okay. So under. you're going way under. I'm going 11 wins, even though they lose to Tampa 11 Bay. 11 wins. 11 and six. Because what? if you're not seeing the rest of this division, I just, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I am. I like Dan Quinn. I like the defense a little better. Like Micah Parsons addition, it can't be worse than it was last year. And the best unit in the whole division is the Cowboys offense, not the Washington defense. No, you're going to say, I know you're going to go Washington over, but no, it's the Cowboys offense. And they're going to be one of those sling it out teams. Like, all right, you want to beat us? Scored 43. And that'll be that. So I think they get 10 or 11 wins. I'm going over. I have a question. Yeah. Didn't you bet on the Cowboys to have the best record in the NFL last year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> okay. lose this I just, I just, uh, no, 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 I just wanted to make sure. There's a bunch of built-in, you know, it's like union raises. Like, I have to t I have to actually bet some of these because uh, it, it's just required. But, yeah. Um, but, no, I really I have do you, like them better. Who, who, who else is better? I have you 0-2 coming out of the gate. You're at really? Tampa week one, and then you're at the Chargers, who I think are going to be good in week two. All Cowboys so, fans. Yep. Then you go Eagles, Panthers, Giants, at mm -hmm. Pats. If you're three and three coming out of that, I think it's a miracle. Oh, all right. Well, I had four and one, I think, going into that Pats no. game. But uh, I, no, no miracles here. I'm going We're under. Just gonna I, win. We're you gonna feel win. like it's either a nine and eight or an eight and nine team. That's it. Plus, what do we know with Prescott? Like, how, how many? He, he had the Gordon Hayward injury. Everybody's like, he's going to be fine. I watched Gordon Hayward. It took him two years to come back. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Well, what's the timing on that? Is that three minutes before you mentioned Celtics, basketball? Although yeah. you, uh, you are a Celtics. Don't oh, be you a mentioned dick. Kevin Durant already. Okay. All right. Speaking of dicks, let's do um, Giants over under seven. I think we both go under on this. Yeah, they're going to be bad. They can't block. I think Daniel Jones is bad and they're just going to be bad. I, I think they're going to be one of the five worst teams. And people forget they've lost 10, 10 or more in four straight seasons. They're two and 14 against the K Eagles and Cowboys the last four seasons. They can't block, like you said. PFF has them ranked, their offensive line ranked dead last. Like, I can't take a team over that's ranked dead last. And Saquon Barkley runs as hard as he does. Like, he runs himself into an injury every time. And I just don't trust Danny Dimes. So that's an under for me. That's five and 12, I think. And a horrible offensive line with Daniel Jones is just under. I don't need to see anyone else on the team. Yeah. Philly is over under six and a half. I'm also going under on this. I It feels right around where it's going to be. It feels like seven and 10, six and 11. I got to say, the guy I'm worried about is Minshew. Yeah, I, I would have liked the Cowboys to grab that. Like that was a, I feel like the the Phillies cock blocked all these teams. Like remember they, yeah. well, first of all, they, took Hertz out in week 17 so that the Giants couldn't make the playoffs and then the trade with Dallas to give it to Devonta Smith so the Cowboys so that the Giants couldn't get him and now this move so that the Cowboys don't get Minshew like they really are good at playing defense except for when they actually have to play defense here's why I go under 33.8 million dollars in dead cap money when you're yeah, in the 30 million range you win like 28% of your games or something so and I don't believe in Jalen Hurts just yet I hate their schedule the first seven weeks, too. At Atlanta, home San Fran, at Dallas, mm -hmm. home Chiefs, at Panthers, home Bucks, at Rams. And two of those are night games. And if they're right. even two and five coming out of that, um, they'd probably take it. Washington over under. This is who I have one in the division. I have over. It's eight and a half. I think they at least get to nine, somewhere nine or ten. But I, I think this is the team in the division. Really? I mean, yeah. I guess people shouldn't just listen to me because I have the Cowboys over and I have everyone under. But I do have Washington at seven wins. I mean, you think Fitzpatrick, like he's good for a month. You don't know if it's the first month or the last month, but you know they were five and one with Alex Smith and two and eight with every other quarterback. So he, but he their quarterbacks me. were so bad, though. I mean, to to just even have a semi competent QB has yeah. has to be worth like three wins for them. Plus Gibson, Gibson, we're doing. I mean, you and I are in two fantasy drafts the next two right. days. Gibson's going to be, what, one of the top eight running backs that goes? All right. Well, I think House protected him, right? Didn't House well, one of ours. Like, and the other yeah. one, he's wide open. And then McLaurin. And it's not, they, they're not going to be impotent offensively like they were last year, where it just mm. felt bad for Gibson. They got Rivera. I don't know. It, it, I, I, I like it barely, but I'm going over. So you over or under on that? I, I went under. I still think seven. But, you know, I could be wildly off on this the whole NFC East. I'm not going to keep track of these because someone on the internet will, and they'll they'll send you the in your yeah. Twitter replies. They'll send some graph of our picks, and I look only forward if to we're it. bad. Only and, if they're bad, will they do? No, it. they'll yeah. do it, and we'll we'll give them a shout out in next okay. week's podcast. 
NFC North Chicago, they're over under a seven and a half. This to me is is a lock. And I actually have money on this one. I don't see any scenario where they go eight, nine or better. I don't think they can block. I like Fields. I actually feel bad for Fields, but I don't like their skill guys. I don't mm-hmm. like the fact that they can't block for a rookie QB. <laughs> and yeah. uh, in their division, they have a couple tough... They have to play the AFC North and the NFC West, which is brutal, um, plus Green Bay twice. And I don't see a path for them to get to eight wins. Do you? Interesting. I have them exactly at eight. That's what I have them, eight and nine, because I think that someone has to be not decent, but just below average there. And I don't trust Nagy. He was like 12 and four and then 16 and 16 the last two years. And, you know, if you play any fantasy, you know, Montgomery had a resurgence in the second half of the year. And I don't know, Justin Fields, I think they'll, they'll figure it out. I don't think Dalton will, will kill them the first five games. And then you'll put Justin Fields in and just, you know, two wins against the Lions, a couple wins here. I have them at eight and nine. I'm not excited about it, though. I have Nagy as first coach fired as well, which I got in at seven to one. There's a stretch here. If they're two and three after the first five, which is realistic because they're at Rams, at Browns, at Raiders, and then they have home against Bengals Lions. But then they go home Packers at Bucks, home Niners at Steelers on a Monday night bye week. Mm-hmm. And if they're like two and seven heading into that bye week, I think he's out. And I guess he probably should have been out anyway. I think he's got the the shortest leash out of everyone, right? Like Kingsbury, I guess. Totally. They're not going to Your be... guy, maybe. If you if you guys saw coming out of the gate. I just said we'd never fire anyone. I mean, look what it takes to fire a Cowboys coach. But the, <laughs> right. the, the Bengals coach, <laughs> Jason Garrett. It's yeah. A hostage situation. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, all right. Detroit, the over under is five. I have the under. I also have them for a worst record in the league at four to one, which we'll get to later when we do million dollar picks. Um, I assume you have the under as well for this. You don't see a path for six wins. No. Do you? I have them winning three games. I mean, it, it's interesting. They have a a, a a lunatic coach every year, this Dan Campbell replacing like Patricia. So that's going to be exciting. But look, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. You got Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator. If anything spells rebuilding year, it's this. And yeah. Je- that offensive line is not good. And Stafford helped himself. I wasn't in the Stafford, you know, the, coming to the Rams is a great move until I read up. I did a lot of research this summer. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. this is going to work out for the Rams and it's not going to work out for the Lions. I remember when they made the trade, you and I like, oh, they probably won't even start golf. Well, guess what? It looks like they're starting golf. So it really spells rebuilding year to me. And uh, I, I have them right at three wins. I mean, golf had 55 giveaways in the last three years. And that's when he had an offensive line. And it looks like, now who knows, with Sewell, their guy they took seventh in the first round, yeah, who was supposed to be this stud tackle. Mm-hmm. And then he just looked awful in the preseason. And there was stuff about, is this guy bust? Is not? And I was like, wow, if they didn't hit on that guy, oh, this man. could be like a full-fledged disaster. Schrager was on here and he was saying like, um, you know, Campbell's such a such like a maniac that it'll be hard for them to be that bad. And it's like, I actually think that makes it worse if he's a maniac. It's like, if you have a terrible team and you have a maniac coach, that actually seems like that's the worst possible thing. I'd rather have like a half dead coach. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Trigger thought, and a lot of us thought like Salah would go there, right? He just didn't interview well or something like that was going to be their coach. They could have played it a little straighter than that. Went to the Jets. All right, so Green Bay is 10 and a half. And I don't like this either. I think this feels high. So I somehow I'm going under on every every team in this division and I'm just going to hope to go three and one. Here's the problem with Green Bay. Their offensive line's kind of a mess coming out of the gate. They've had an injury. They, lo- they mm-hmm. lost somebody. Um, and you go read the stories about them and it's like if they could just get everything ready for six weeks until... I forget the name of the guy that's coming back. Well, uh, Bakhtari is the guy. They, I mean, they lost him last year, right? Yeah. It just seems like Rodgers figures out how to avoid trouble, even with the worst offensive line. But So you, you're you going over for this? I'm going under only because it looks suspicious to me. It's like 10 and yeah. a half. They won 13 last year. They're 11 and one against the North the last two years. It's seven pro bowlers are tied for first. They have them all back. 14 and two at home. Like having no fans last year didn't seem to matter. Why that this seems like a, a joke? Like I don't know why, and yet I only see them going ten and seven because I think they're going to be the team to beat in that division. And like you said, AFC North, NFC West, plus New Orleans, plus at New Orleans, plus at Kansas City, and plus Washington is a tough enough schedule to keep them honest. So I have them ten and seven, but still winning the division. 
Yeah, and honestly, they could be ten and six and throw away the last week right. because this. I think this is the worst division. I even like, uh, you know, Dallas as the number two team in your terrible division. I like them more than the oh. other three teams in this division. Mm-hmm. So I think ten and seven is realistic for Green Bay. I, I really was trying hard to figure out a way to have Minnesota win this division. I was too. And let's get to them now. Their over under is eight and a half. I looked at it. I flipped it around. I held it up. I had I look, I had the sun shining <laughs> through it. I just couldn't get there. The COVID, they seem like they have the worst COVID potential of anyone in the league for just week after week, guys getting scratched of, you know, 25 guys getting COVID in one week, all this stuff. And it just seems like it's gonna hang over them this whole season. Yeah. I I am going, well, I think I had them over because they're. Oh, you said they're eight and a half, but it's oh, a I, I am big. over too. I'm sorry. I have yeah. them over and have eight now. Yeah. So I have them at nine. So not enough yep. to win the division, but, and uh, there's, man, there's such a caveat with that. Like, I don't know what this, all these guys, first of all, player props under individuals is the way to go. As we know, anyway, they suck. Yep. You went to taking the over, you know, and then there's injuries left and right. And now like, this isn't even political. Like the COVID protocols being what they are, like, Cousins may have to sit a game or two. Yep. And Kellen Mond also not vaccinated. He may have to sit a game or two. So I don't know what they're doing. Their coach is uh, doing press conferences. Zimmer is practically crying, like, please get back. Please do it. So to me, this is like the, you know, this is the fantasy team you want, right? They had the first team ever to have 4,000-yard passer, 1,500-yard rusher, and a 1,400-yard receiver in Justin Jefferson. Um, but otherwise, I don't know. I, that defense, I know they have guys coming back, but I see this as a nine and eight team. I don't. I don't like their injury prospects at all. Like you said, and um, it's a it's a real factor this year. It absolutely is. Yeah, they also. I think my least favorite schedule of all the teams. Mm-hmm. Like Cincy week one, then they go at Cardinals, home Seattle, home Cleveland, just three in a row. Yeah, they have your team in a night game followed in week eight, followed by at Ravens, at Chargers, home Packers, at Niners. They get an easy Lions game, then they go. Steelers Thursday night at Bears Monday night, Rams at Packers, and then they finish with Bears. It's just like there's no other than the two Lions games. They have no breaks. And they tab AFC North, NFC West, and then the combo of if the Panthers are good, it's like it's basically like every team they play is going to be uh good except for Bengals and Lions. So yeah. I I have them at nine and eight. That's where so I exactly eight, eight and nine feels low because of the talent they have. NFC South, we'll we'll try to go quick here. Atlanta um, is seven and a half. I actually like the over. Oh, man. I don't know why. I know this is one of your kryptonite teams. Well, I have them over too. I mean, I, I have them like 11 or 12 wins. I'm a freaking idiot. Like the Arthur Smith first year I have year them coach, make the playoffs too. I yeah. think, I mean, they're four and 12 last year. Why do I lo- love them so much? Like I, they, they lose Julio Jones. I, I, I'm banking on this Kyle Pitts kid. I really yeah. am. The kid, the kid is going to be good, Bill. The kid from Atlanta. I love Francesca, the kid from Atlanta. <laughs> it's Kyle Pitts. And uh, he's going to be good. And their biggest problem is red zone woes. And I think he solves that. I think he's just a monster. He's going to get open. Um, they got Mike Davis. I think we'll do a decent job. You know, 1,000 yards on the ground plus eight touchdowns last year. I think their offense will be good. And they're going to surprise some teams. And I have them going way over the seven and a half. I liked them as well. I, I One of the playoff bets I liked was them at two to one. Because with the seven teams... I think mm-hmm. the second, the there's two playoff teams from this division. I'm pretty confident. So I think I this too. is the second team. You know, in the Ringer Fantasy Show, uh, Craig was talking about how he was hearing somebody talk about Mike Davis. Like, nobody loves Mike Davis, but mm. everybody agrees he's in a good situation. And the guy was like, this guy, Mike Davis, is such a good situation. So Craig said he should be called Mike the Situation, like Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like it. I, I think if Mike the Situation becomes a gimmick for him, I would like Mike Davis even more. Mike, Mike the, the Situation, 1,300 the, yards this year. Yes, the new Mike the Situation, who's slightly more tan than the other, the real, the original, <laughs> has gigantic thighs. Did you remember that from last yeah. year, the training camper? So, yeah, he's all... I always liked Mike Davis. He's Jim Tan Laundry. Sign him up. Caroline over under seven and a half. I was slight under for me, but uh, only because of Darnold. I just think he's not good. It was like, change the scenery, Sam Darnold. It's like, I, you can change all the scenery you want. He's still Sam Darnold. And I don't know why they didn't keep Bridgewater. I didn't think he was that bad for them. Yeah, I have him. So you have him at seven. Win- I mean, that's what I have. Yeah, I have, I have him six seven, and 11, ten. seven and 10. All right. Yeah, like that's that. what I have him. Uh, yeah, one and five against the NFC South. 
Darnold, say what you will, but he has the worst completion percentage out of anyone in the last three seasons with over like 20 starts or something. But yeah. checkdowns to McCaffrey could help a lot. They really can. And if that's a formidable offense, it could be decent enough to get seven wins. I just think like people compare it to Tannehill, like change of scenery. I just feel like it's a different situation. Tannehill had Adam Gase, who is just the QB destroyer. Um, And I know Darnold had some Adam Gase as well. Yeah, he did. Tannehill succeeded at least a little bit. Like there were games against the Patriots where I was Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, Tannehill's kind of frisky. He's moving around. He's doing stuff. I never felt like he was awful. Darnold, to me, I just, I never really saw it. I never got it. I never understood it. I don't think the Jets fans really saw it either. They weren't upset when he left. The Tannehill thing is a little more realistic to me. The defense went from 31st to 18th. One thing I'll say about Darnold is he's still 23. Like everyone's always, how many years are we going to hear about all these, all these drafted quarterbacks are older than Sam Darnold? Like, I feel like three years from now, it's like, yeah. Still older than Sam Darnold. Like, what? How, how did this happen? So, that's like Raphael Devers year. is like that. He's younger than right. all these dudes. Like, he's younger than Jaron Duran, who's their big rookie. He's like, oh, young guy, Jaron Duran. And Devers yep. has been the league for like five years. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans is nine. I have over for them. Francesca talked me into it. <sighs> it's really, it comes down to this for me that Drew Brees, as we laid out many times in this podcast, I just thought he was a liability for them last year. Mm-hmm. And if Jameis, you know, I know he's going to have a couple dumb throws, but I also think he's going to have a couple good throws. And I just think he opens up their offense. And then the Taysom thing and Sean Payton, I, I just can't see them going under 500. It seems unrealistic to me. I got him right at eight and nine. First of all, this is a okay. tough stretch. I mean, this is tough emotionally for New Orleans, right? Coming into yeah. the season, like it, it, now they're going to be playing on the road and on the road for who knows, like for a month now. Yeah, that's tough. Ah, this, this, I don't know, this, this, uh, Michael Thomas thing is ridiculous. Out and definitely chooses to get the surgery like last month or something. They cloned him though. It's told. like Barbara Streisand's dog. So Come Mark on. Quiz Calloway. Oh, he's he's the new on. Michael Thomas. It's, it's fine. preseason. Preseason. It's fine. Cloned him. I just think there's a lot asking of Alvin Kamara here from, uh, you know, and I, I think Winston's the right move. I don't care about the interceptions. He didn't have a really good offensive line in, uh, yeah. Tampa. So just give me the guy with, you know, 5,000 yards, whatever he had. Um, but I think it's only good enough for eight wins, eight and nine, I say. There, there'll be somewhere between eight and ten. I like the nine because it's basically if they hit nine, you're good. Yeah. It's a push. Uh, we're going to take a break and talk about Tampa. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system. Comprehensive protection for your whole home. A great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report. Recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash BS. All right, Tampa Bay over under 11 and a half. Yeah, we'll be, I have a, I have we'll a be talking about them later when we do uh, some Super Bowl futures that oh, I'm really? throw at you. But uh I hate picking the team that won the year before yeah. to win again. But if you look at everything with this team, they brought back everyone, which right. seemed inconceivable in January, February. It's like, oh, they'll definitely lose Godwin. Somehow they bring all their receivers back. Somehow they made their defensive line better with Tryon. Tryon's like people are saying he's the defensive rookie of the year possibility, all that stuff. I just think they're going to be absolutely loaded. And now you have like, they actually got to practice together all year. They had Brady there the whole year. Brady seems locked in. Mm-hmm. Brady, the back-to-back thing for him to be able to do that yet again at another stage in his life. And uh, I don't think their schedule is that hard. I think they're going to be at least 12 and five. So I mean, I'm going over. I, I know everyone's going to hate this reasoning, but I think this is a fixed line for every reason you said. Like 11 and a half. Um, all right, they lost five games last year, right? So they're 11 and five. Maybe I, I'm going to make the case that everyone's gunning for them, but it really doesn't make sense that they shouldn't win 12 or 13 games in that division. Yeah. And, you know, uh, what did we say? 22 starters back plus Antonio Brown. 
Since they're turns, so deep. That's the thing. Uh, it's it's so like they stupid. they have no holes. Nobody can find holes other yeah. than the fact that their quarterback's 44. But fucking look at that guy. And he's he's like Benjamin Button. It doesn't make sense. But that's it, right? Isn't that what you're banking on? You're banking on the, the all right, here I go now, the NBA center who is 37 years old and racks up great numbers and he's going to turn 38 and then it's all going to go down seven points a game, right? Like that's that's the only thing you're banking on if you take the under- and uh, I feel like that's what I'm doing here. Taking them the worst to go case 11 scenario. And six. Yeah. So you're going under 11 and six. Slightly. Oh, so you overthought this. Come on. Sal. I know I did. Yeah. This is. Well, here's you got to get better. You have to get better at this stuff. <laughs> you stare know. at these lines for six, six months and then you over. You're going against. This is the most talented team in the league by far. Let me ask you. Did you go every win? Did you say, OK, Atlanta wins this game? I did. So Tampa I actually Bay did. Oh, I did. did. OK. Yeah, I did a and lot, it added of, up. lot of prep. It all added up. Did add up? Like, like, that's what I did. Like I, I give. I'm trying to think who I gave Atlanta, uh, Tampa Bay losses to. Like, the only thing that sucks with losses. Tampa, yeah, they all of the good teams that they play, they have the bad luck. It's on the road because they're at Rams week three. They're at Pats week week four. Yeah, they're uh, at uh, at the Colts. I guess they have the Bills home, so maybe that's not 100. They're at true. Washington. If you like them so yeah. much and think they're going to win ten, games. I, I just think. I, to me, they're 14, 3, 13, and 4. They're somewhere in there. I, th- I think they comfortably get the over. Well, if they NFC run the West, division, yeah. If they run the division, that's a, that's a different story. Yeah. Go ahead. NFC West, this is easy to me. I, I'm going under Arizona and over for the other three. So Arizona, the over under is eight. I just think they have the misfortune of being in the wrong division this year. Well, this is probably three of the best seven teams in the league in their division. So they're kind of screwed. I'm with you on Arizona. Yeah, we can go through this quick, even though it is the best division should require the most time. But I think they're seven and ten. I think Kingsbury's in trouble. I believe that, you know, uh, Murray was banged up a little last year towards the end. But I don't think it matters against these monsters whose over under win total is all ten or ten and a half. And uh, I like the Rams. I really do. I like them winning 13 games. Love Love them as well. I love, you know, you look at it, he's the only time he had a top 10 defense. The Lions went 11 and five. Like, he's going to be great for this team. He's not going to screw up as much as they're used to. McVay is, I mean, he's got to be in love with it. He had to, like, be pulling his hair out with Jared Goff. And now he's got a real quarterback. Granted, they had injuries uh, to the running back. Cam Akers are figuring out to get Sony Michelle. But They'll that be defense, fine. You can you can yeah. patch running backs together. Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald. Just th- three they're also the top, built. They're built to win this three. year. They gave away all yes. these draft picks to compete for the Super Bowl this year, or next year. I don't. I the reason I'm rushing through NFC West is I just feel like we talked about it too much in the pod. I, I think the Rams. It's okay. Yeah. Are a Super Bowl team potentially? That's so over under ten and a half. Yeah. I'm good there. San so you Francisco. got Seattle and the Niners having eleven or more. I got San Francisco 10 and a half. I'm willing to debate Seattle because I think that's my least favorite out of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Seattle, the over-under is 10. I guess the reason I like the over for this is I don't see them go nine and eight. So if it's 10 and it's a push, I'm good. If they get 11 and six, great. But I don't see the nine and eight with Russell Wilson. That seems inconceivable to me. They have too many good players. Yeah, I actually do have them nine and eight. I have them under. I have the 49ers under at 10. And I have three teams from the West making the playoffs. And I have, uh, and the other team is, I guess, Atlanta and Tampa Bay from that. The division. 10's not as intimidating with the 17 game schedule, right? Yeah. It's 10 and seven. That's not a great record. I'm not like telling my grandkids that I went 10 and seven. Yeah, it's true. So for them to go 10 and seven, I don't love to have a stretch in their schedule. They're at Colts, home Titans to start. And then they go at Vikes, at 49ers, home Rams on a Thursday, at Steelers on a Sunday, home Saints on a Monday. I don't like that five-gamer there, but that could also be we could be coming into that uh, that Sunday night week six Steelers game and the whole Russell Wilson MVP could be starting at that right. point. I don't even know you gotta who we're talking. got to factor that oh, into Seattle. the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Al Michaels and Chris doing the... I, 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 I just don't understand it. I don't understand how this guy has zero MVPs. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Yeah, that's the thing. He is MVP uh, up until week nine in everyone's book, right? And then he's, he's MVP as long as you don't go through the actual seasons where you thought it should win the MVP. All right, All right. AFC. We'll do these fast. Buffalo over under 11. Buffalo is going to come up a lot in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have uh, over... If they don't go 12 and five, I'm going to assume Josh Allen got hurt. That's where I stand on Buffalo. I think their offense, I think they're ready. The fact that they kept Dayball, 
who just should have been hired for one of the 19 open head coaching jobs. Right. And they have this completely overqualified offensive coordinator who is ready to be head coach and a ton of weapons. I don't love their running backs, but it's fine. Same thing with the Rams. But, um, you know, offense is better than their defense. I don't think their schedule is that tough. I think the AFC East teams actually lucked out. They got to play the AFC South, the NFC South this year. So well, I'm over. Where are you? I think I have a push. I think I have, it's right at 11, right? So I think mm-hmm. I have a push. And again, like this is a weird thing. The the division champ and people picking to win the Super Bowl last year, they won 13 games. There's an extra game and their over-under is just 11. I think it has to do with the fact that they ran the table. They were 6-0 and oh in the division, but I don't yeah. see Josh Allen getting worse. Um, I, that defense did go down a little. The scoring it defense did. went from second to like 16th overall. So what do you think? If you think they're three and three in the division, then you go under. If you think they're five and one or six and oh again, I think you go over. And uh, I'm, I'm going right on the push there. 11 wins. I think they're four and two-ish in that division. That's lame. That's like a Joe House. I have another push betting, in betting the too. number. I know. I'm sorry. Miami's nine and a half. I'm going under just because I like the Pats more. You know, I think, my, yeah. I don't, I don't love the Tua thing. The fact that um, the Deshaun Watson trade rumors started and they didn't mm-hmm. come flying out, being like, no, 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 we're not trading this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was weird, I thought. I thought they, so, That's too. where somebody's yeah. got to step forward and be like, I don't know where this is coming from. Two has been a fucking delight in the preseason. Right. He's our guy. We're not trading him. Any rumor about this is false. We have a quarterback. Nobody did it. Why didn't they do it? Someone should have stepped up. Now, the flip side of that is, who do we have? Oh, we talked about Brady Quinn. And he's like, players just know that a lot of this, most of this is bullshit now. There's no accountability in journalism. Mm. And so if they hear it, it's like, just ignore it. There might have been that talk with the coaches like, look, you're hearing stuff. Just ignore it. It's not true, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't, no one, you're right. Someone should have had a press conference somewhere and denied it. But I'm with you. I like them uh, only winning eight games going eight and nine. They have like two offensive coordinators. I don't know how that works. You know, remember that they lost some bad games. They lost 56 to 26 to Buffalo when they could have made the playoffs in week 17. And I just don't think, uh, I mean, Tua's passer rating was under 100 the last six games of the season. So maybe it's the injury. Maybe it's not. But I think that division is is better and good enough to keep them under uh, 500. I don't like that they go at Pat's home bills at Raiders first three. Mm-hmm. And then they have the stupid London game in week six right after a Buccaneers game. The start of their schedule is pretty rough. I just feel like with the Tua thing, I need to see it. Yeah, sure. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But until he shows me that he can be even above average, but I do think it's weird. Like if if there was a story out that I was dumping nephew Kyle for Jim Cunningham (laughs) and it's like Jim Cunningham, he might be available, blah, blah, blah. And, and, that was out there, I would come out and be like, I'm not trading nephew Kyle. That's my guy. Where yeah. did this come from? Right. That's interesting. This is stupid. Yeah. This came I got from your the back, Betty Kyle. Ford Clinic. Good job, Kyle. I got Kyle. your back, buddy. Um, <laughs> Kyle's not going anywhere. Speaking of Kyle, the Pats, the dumbest over under the year, over under nine. Is it go up to nine and a half or not? It's nine and a half. Nine it's and nine and a half, half minus okay. 140. It yeah. was nine for a while. I, I bet it at nine. Now it's nine and a half. I still love it. I'm going over. The Pats are going 11 and six, so. All right, but you did the, yeah, it's nine and a half. The over is actually even now. It's now. And I went over too, but now I can't stand you, you Patriots fans. You Red Sox, like everything is so doom and gloom or it's the greatest in the world. And now this Mac Jones, I mean, did you see Alabama play this week? Like they had a quarterback that didn't take a snap before this week and they they trucked Miami. Like they put up like 60 points almost. Like This is Alabama's offense. This is not a guy you wanted in the in March. You didn't care if you got Mac Jones. And now I did. he does some checkoffs to, to some tight ends in preseason and you love him. Oh. Come on, but just relax a little. Let, let's see. Let's see him play. I still I'm going to do the opposite of relaxing. I you have are? the over. Jets I, o- over under six. <laughs> that's it. That's all we're talking about. The Patriots. They yeah, wait, they're coming up later. I have, okay. I have some million dollar pick futures for them. All right. Jets over under six. I had to look at this like three times. Yeah. I don't see it. Are the Jets going seven and 10? No. And are any circumstances? No. You're going to hate me, but I have them right on six, six and 11, six of the first teams, seven teams they played didn't make the playoffs. I think uh, I think Zach Wilson is going to fit nicely in that offense. They're not going to embarrass themselves. And, you know, they had nine losses by double digits. They didn't score 30 once last year. They have a ways to go. I have them at 6-11. and 11. 
I have them starting at 0-3 at Panthers, home Pats at Broncos. There's an mm. 0-3 start. So now they would have to go um, 6-8 and eight the rest of the way to hit That six. Panthers game, because my team plays on a Thursday, I think I'm most excited for that game, Panthers-Jets. I really, I mean, we'll get to guess the lines, obviously, but it's I mean, what has to happen for Adam Gase not to look like an asshole. <laughs> Just yeah. both teams have to suck forever. I don't know. It's a good point. It's the Gase ball. Yeah. AFC North, Baltimore over under is 10 and a half still. I have a, a hard under on this. Yeah, I have a nine. So nine wins. So that's under. Is Baltimore 10 and a half or 11? What is it? They're 11. Oh, it's 11? Yeah, I had 11, them at 10 and a half. 11, 11 even. So you like the I thought it dropped more. after the Dobbins thing, but I guess I mean, it went it back up. It might God, I, I, I absolutely hate their schedule. Talked yeah, about it a bad. little last week in the pod, but it, it is a gauntlet. They're playing the AFC West and the NFC North. I think the AFC West would be the number one division I wouldn't want this year. You wouldn't other want other than the NFC West. What do you mean you wouldn't want? You wouldn't want to play against? I just, them? I, yeah, because I, I have oh, to AFC go West. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, yeah, and yeah. even Vegas is not. I'm not like that's not like an easy fourth team, you know? Right, I, and that's who they play the opening week. Right, they're at Vegas. That's going to be interesting to see who what kind of fans they get in Vegas. Right, is it going to be every? Bachelor parties, you know, uh, annual trip. Like it's like no, mm. no. Let's go see our team play there. Or are they going to have the rabid black hole fans? So and we obviously didn't see it last year, but I, I kind of think that they're going to have a home field advantage. I have uh, the Ravens on their same thing. I think this Dobbins thing hurts. You know, yep. their their first round pick Bateman is banged up. I don't even know what kind of wide receiver you could give Lamar Jackson uh, to to make that you know to make that a nice situation. And also, I don't know how many times he's gotten COVID again. Not political, but he's going to sit. He's going to warm up next to somebody who catches it. And the protocols in place are going to say, no, you're out for 10 days. So The COVID thing's a real thing. And when it's the team's best player, it's mm -hmm. alarming. And sure. if you're telling me I have to get to 11 plus wins to win my bet, no thanks. Because right. odds are Lamar's going to miss multiple games. Cincinnati, six and a half is the number under. I think they're going to be bad. I actually looked really? at the Zach Taylor first coach fired. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, the burrow coming out that knee injury feels like it happened a week ago. And they're yeah. like, yeah, hey, his knee, he's still gaining his confidence back. I don't like this team. And then um, their stretch down the stretch, last seven weeks, home Steelers, home Chargers, home Niners, at Broncos, home Ravens, home Chiefs, at Browns. Mm -hmm. So they have five home games down the stretch, but they're all against good teams if the Steelers are good. And yeah. And then that first part of the season where they have more of the road games, and that's going to be when Burrow's starting to feel, I, I just don't see it. What do you have? I have them at seven wins, so I guess I have them over, barely over. You're you like know. zagging left and right. Yeah, no, I, I know fun. what you're you doing. You gotta you're do just, it. Well, you're I usually lose these, but you know, they scored, what, 21 points a game with Burrow, 16 points a game they without. Stink. Made a huge difference. Remember how that excited we were about Joe Burrow? They spent over $100 million on defense. Uh, Hendrickson helped. They got some cornerbacks in there. I think they're going to play some cold weather games and win seven, seven and 10, win the games that no one cares about down the stretch. That's one of my least favorite coaches. I'm sure he's a nice guy. You don't like him? Yeah. I just, I have him, Nagy, Gase is gone. I just think there's some coaches that you watch and you're like, wow, that what's wrong with that team? That team seems off. Why'd they do that? He's a, why'd they do that coach to me? I don't McVay get it. They swore by this guy. Swore I know, yeah, but maybe no. he's just should be an awesome offensive coordinator. Yeah. Cleveland over under 10 and a half. I have the over. I love the over. I like them to win the division too, which we'll get to when we do future bets. Yeah, I do too. Young secondary, but 11 wins. I mean, all the pieces are there. The bells and whistles. And really like, I, Baker doesn't even have to be a top. What could Baker be like the 25th best quarterback in the league and then still win this division? I, I really feel that that's the, the case with them. You know, I mean, he has, he's already in there. He's got, a team that averages 149 yards rushing. You know, he's got a good defense. They had Clowney and Malik Jackson. Seven new starters. Obviously, Miles Garrett's in there. I, I 11 and six for this team. We learned last year with the Brady four-game playoff experience. If your team's really good, you just basically have to make a couple good plays and make sure you don't throw like four picks and a half and you'll mm -hmm. be fine. Baker can do some stuff. I still don't trust him. We saw it last year in the playoffs in the we absolutely need a touchdown in this drive situation. Mm -hmm. He didn't get it. Remember? It was like the yeah, three sure. and out. It was like their whole season was online. I don't totally trust him, but I also don't trust him to fuck it up either. Pittsburgh, eight and a half. 
this to me is the AFC version of your team. Mm -hmm. A lot of weapons. I'm not really sold on anything else. They have a couple studs on defense like you do. Well, they have a great defense. Uh, they have a very good defense. Like we did not. I mean, not as good as it was last year, though. They lost some guys. Oh, it was last year. They oh. lost to they yeah, lost Dupree. Well, last year they had they a bunch of injuries. But. Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, well. That on offense they lost some offensive linemen, but no, I think they're going to be all right. T.J. Watt led in sacks, and Minka mm. Fitzpatrick was great to give up for a first round pick. Like, I think they'll be all right. I'm, honestly, this just sounds lame, but I'm going with Tomlin to keep the streak alive to not go under 500. I have them right you. right at nine and eight. How do they not been, go nine and eight? What's that? How do they not go nine and eight? Yeah, I mean, exactly. they're, they're going to tweak the Ben thing to make sure, you know, that they can kind of keep him going for four straight months. But he has so many weapons. And they then the almost running made back the playoffs so with Rudolph and and Duck Hodges, right? right? Like it's a, they'll they'll be nine and eight. Uh, you know, you don't want to go too crazy about the preseason, but Big Ben looked nifty in the pocket. He looked like things that he couldn't do. He lost weight week fourteen on, so that's mm. that's promising. I don't think they win 12, 13 games. I certainly don't think they start off eleven. No. But uh, nine and eight for them. The running back, by all accounts, is spectacular. Yeah. And I thought their running backs last year were exceptionally mediocre and they couldn't block for them either, at least this okay. year. All right. You're going to be bidding. Pits- you're going to be bidding on Najee Harris. 100%. The kid, the kid 100%. from Alabama. Yep. Um, one thing with Pittsburgh, hmm. high variance team. Like if you told me they're going to go 14 and three, I wouldn't be stunned. Mm-hmm. If you told me they're going to go eight and nine, I wouldn't be stunned. Right? Right. But it, not it, five and 12. Not, but that not the other way, right? I'd, I'd be stunned if they. Only that would have to be games. a Roethlisberger's career right. is basically over by week seven situation, mm-hmm. like a Peyton Manning the last year in Denver if the team wasn't good around him. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. AFC South, Houston, we don't need to belabor. Over-unders four. I'm just going under. I, I just feel like Detroit and Houston, maybe the Jets will be uh, lobbying for that number one pick. I have them right at three or four wins. I don't yeah. know how. That, I mean, they're not going to be favored in any... I don't want to ruin the guess the lines already, but you're replacing Watson, who had 4,800 yards and 33 touchdowns and was sacked 155 times in three years. Like You have to replace that. <laughs> like they're not going to be able to do that. So, and everyone who follows this shit religiously was saying how he was incredible last year, even though they were like what right. four and twelve, and they were like Sean Watson was fantastic. Right. So now you're putting uh, Tyrod Taylor in mm-hmm. there in the Deshaun Watson, and the team's not much better. I don't like it. Indianapolis is eight and a half. I have the under for them too. See, okay, so t- you talk about a fixed line, right? Like, why isn't everyone taking the Titans at minus one forty? What are they to win the division? Like that they, let's see, wait, what are they to win the division? Like they get, they get some defensive parts in there. Janoris They're basically Jenkins, even odds, right? Get, minus right. one ten for the division, Tennessee. Uh, explain that to me because they won the division last year. They, they bulk up the defense. They sign Julio Jones, who everybody loves. Uh, the Colts still don't know what's going on with this quarterback. You can't believe in Carson Wentz and it's still a coin flip to win the division. 
I'm going the other way. I'm going Colts at nine. Well, the no, Colts are nine. Good. I know. They're going to go nine and eight. And I think the Titans are going to go nine and eight. So Titans go under nine and a half. And the Colts are like the it. number. Exactly. And then I don't know what the tiebreaker is. I have the Colts winning the tiebreaker at nine. Well, tell me what you think the Colts record is going to be after these five games. I know it's year. tough. I know it's really Home bad. Seattle, home Rams, at Tennessee, at, at Dolphins, at Ravens Monday night. Right. So that's five So games? you think they can get two and three out of that? I don't know. But after they're by, they're New England, Arizona, Vegas, and Jacksonville. So I think that's where they make it up a little bit. But I know what you're saying. That's a bad, uh, if they're going to quit on the team. That would be them, but I'm good, going under. good defense. I like the good defense. I think that division has a chance to have the, what, what was the NFC East winner last year? Seven and nine last yes. year? Yes. Yeah. I think this bad. is our like seven and 10, eight and nine division champ potentially. Mm-hmm. I'm going under for them. Uh, Jacksonville. I, I will say this about the South that like the Colts could face five rookie quarterbacks. That's pretty big. It's pretty, that that's interesting. Like, you know, if, like a third, a little less than a third of your schedules, all rookies. Yeah, not bad. Now, if you have Carson Wentz, you're not, you know, not that much ahead of the game. But forgot to mention with this division, they play the AFC East and the NFC West, which is right. tough. Mm-hmm. The Jets is the only easy game out of those eight. eight yeah, that's teams what I mean. Tennessee those. is it has Kansas, uh, Kansas City at Pittsburgh and New Orleans are their extra games. Oof. Jacksonville over under six and a half. So I liked them about a month ago. I, I talked. Mm-hmm. I have a bet. I bet on them to win the division eight to one. I took a flyer on it just because this division's so bad. Mm-hmm. And then you actually read the stuff and you watch them in the preseason and you're going, oh, this team sucks. Yeah. Then Eddie N gets hurt. Um, I It's over under six and a half. I'm going under. I'm going under two. I think it's five and 12. They're a year away. This would be like the rebuilding year. Just make sure Lawrence doesn't get hurt. Well, it's interesting you say that. I mean, if if you gave me decent odds on Urban Meyer under a year and a half, I could see him walking away. I don't think I would get fired, but I think it, like I just see like the T boat thing was nonsensical. Obviously, yeah. getting at the end, you have to have your buddy, Trevor Lawrence's buddy there as a third down back. Okay, weird. So now pick. he's hurt, and now like. The COVID statement he made, and he must be like, I think he feels like he has too many bosses. He had a sound bite from from uh, Hard Knocks, and he's just like, "Hey, how's it going, Coach?" He's like, ah. he's kind of like sigh, like it's over already before it even started. Yeah, I think five and twelve. Remember, they were one and fifteen. They go five and twelve. That's a pretty good. Term. Yeah, that's a miracle. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call. Matt, what was Spurrier? Was one year with Washington? Yeah, he was done. Saban yeah, was man. like three. Screw this! Uh, I'm not the boss in any any aspect there. Tennessee over under is nine. I I hate it, but I'm going over just because I don't. I think they win the division, and I don't feel good about saying eight nine. I I guess the thing with this team, the defense was horrible last year. It's a little better this year. The Brian really, Julio, yeah. They added that um, Caleb Farley, who a lot of yeah, players passed on. The, yeah, they added. I worry about the Henry. Butler. The the amount of miles they put on Henry the last couple of years is alarming. Like there there's really not a lot of. It's unprecedented. I think it's yeah, 681 of- carries. Like it, if you look at his over under, so he had over 2000 yards. I think yeah. he's expected to have 1500 yards. We'll go on to props. This isn't one of my favorites, but you'll never see a disparity of 500 yards from a player who's not coming back from an injury. Right. So I think that factors into their over under. too. Like like why should they be nine? They're 11 and five last year. And there's no Deshaun Watson. So I'm, I'm going against the grain and saying a push. They go nine and eight. Now he is superhuman. But we have seen over the years these running backs that have that kind of workload and oh, it yeah. just is over overnight. It's like the priest home syndrome. Priest where it's like, yeah, sure. what, what yeah. happened? And then that's it. AFC West, Denver over under. Your nemesis is eight and a half. I love it. I'm going over. I like this Denver team. I really do. <laughs> I like the Broncos. Over. I can't do it. I can't. I know you, can. you know, I, every year I take Atlanta and Denver. And now it's like, you know what? I could only take one. I took Atlanta. I can't mix Quaaludes and vodka. So that's it. I'm just sticking with Atlanta and I'm going Denver under. I know they got some secondary help through free agency, but uh, well, I certainly looks like he's a defensive rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, I just want. Yeah, for sure. He's looking good. But I don't. What do you think happened? Do you think they really relied on getting Rodgers? Like, don't you think they would have traded down to get? One of these quarterbacks, so they were okay with this Bridgewater. Um, I think they think mess. they're getting Rodgers a year from now. Would be my guess. I also think they love Sertan. I think they thought he was a yeah. franchise cornerback. Um, you know what Denver reminds me of with you? What's that? It's, and this has actually happened. So I, this is from experience with okay. us in Vegas. Blackjack table. 
you get demolished, you leave. I refuse to leave because I'm a psycho. Mm -hmm. Table turns. We're all winning. It's great. We got this dealer. It's a big party. You wander back. We're like, come sit down. It's, 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 but we're on a run. You're like, no, no, no. And you just kind of sadly watch as we (laughs) win for another hour. Right. That's going to be the Broncos with you this year. That's it. Interesting. Okay. You're going to be just standing five feet away, kind of pacing back and forth as I'm hitting blackjacks with Teddy Bridgewater. You've put me in that very uncomfortable position as a friend many times where I'm off, I'm out, and like I have to decide. Like, I all right, am, back. I, am, I, am I a dick as a friend if I don't sit back with him or am I yeah. going to lose my kid's tuition here? Like, And then whereas I'm just like standing, waiting for you to lose, like rooting for you to lose the last three hands. Like, and I won't. I'll bitch. just he keep fighting. down and he won and he kept winning. It's like how you bullied me to be in the fantasy draft again. How dare you? Um, Kansas City over under 12 and a half. I got to say, I got to go under. That's a lot of wins. 12 and a half. They have to go 13 and four. Their schedule's not easy. They start out Browns at Ravens, Chargers. Mm -hmm. They get to play the Bills. They're on night. They have a bunch of night games. They have a Raiders on a Monday night. They got their, their division's tough. I don't know. Yeah, five prime time plus the AFC North plus at Tennessee, Green Bay, and Buffalo. But again, like this is one of those weird things where they were 14 and two last year and kind of coasted, right? They didn't cover any of those games down the stretch, kind of did just what they needed to do to win 14 and two. And their over under is 12 and a half, like, and there's an extra game. But you're right, everyone's gunning for them. I see 12 and five, which should be plenty enough to win the division, but I still like them under. Plus, they have the Broncos week 18. Warren Sharp pointed this out because he liked the Broncos over too. And it's mm-hmm. like that week 18 is against the Chiefs. That'll right. be a tough game. Well, it actually might not be. That might be the game where the Chiefs rest everyone on the team. So the Chiefs could be 12 and four going into that last game. They've got the division wrapped up and then nobody plays and they could finish 12 and five. Well, I that's like the, the thing. Other. I mean, we had it last year, but there was only there's only one bye now. So maybe that week 17, I forgot to even look at it, or week 18 as it is now, you do start your put your starters in there because it, you have less of a lock on the conference. Maybe the bills are also 12. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it under Vegas six and a half. I went under just cause their schedule would terrified me and, mm-hmm. uh, and somebody has got to be bad in this division. But I think every year we have that frisky six and 10 team, mm-hmm. five and 11 team that, couple breaks. It could have been much better. It feels like it's them this year. I, c- I could see them at six and 11, five and 12, but they led 10 games in the fourth quarter and only won two of them. I, they have that kind of vibe to me. I'll tell you what, Uh-oh. the Raiders are a playoff team. Wow. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh my I have God. three playoff teams from each West division, the NFC and the AFC. The this Raiders a, make the case. Let's hear it. This is it. Well, first of all, Gruden needs to turn it around, right? He's 19 and 29. They gave him $40 million. They started off six and three, right? There was yeah. something weird with them and they lose the one score games. I think they're on the other end of the one score games. They went two and five down the stretch. They only had one winning record in 18 years. Yeah, they have a tough schedule. They had Drake. They had John Brown. They had Snead. This, uh, I know people don't like Leatherwood, but they scored at least 30 points in eight games. Um, and their defense, Gus Bradley, you know, they, they, I think they're good. I really think five of their six defensive uh, were uh, their uh, draft picks were defensive players. I like them. This is Simmons, great. They go, they're winning nine games. So I have the Chargers in your Raiders spot. I have them winning nine also. I think they make the playoffs. I think that I have the Chargers at 11. So really? basically the same logic. So we mm. both think there's going to be a good team coming out of this division that's not Kansas City. I right. think the Chargers are going to be excellent. Mm-hmm. They check a lot of my boxes. The the really good rookie now in his second year. I always feel like that second year leap is sitting there. I mm-hmm. like their draft. The new coach, how many wins is Staley going to be? Staley was fucking awesome on the Rams. Like that was the guy... I couldn't wait to see him as a head coach. There's a lot of pressure. He Derwin is the James favorite. Is back. He's the, how is he the favorite to win coach of the year? Isn't that a lot of pressure I know. for a rookie? There's, I mean, a, he, sure there's a lot of buzz. He's not paying attention to the odds, probably. But that's, yeah, I don't think he knows. Yeah, uh, I have I have him nine and eight. I know I, I, they're everyone's darling, and they're going to compete with the Chiefs. But when I you think go it's down, legit. I think it's like Browns and Bills last year, where sometimes it's like, look, this team's going to be good. Like we can try to zag the other way, but this team has a lot of talent, and they're going to be good. And they have a really good quarterback, good coach, yeah. good quarterback. I'm in. Do they have a good holder? Because their kicker sucks every year. <laughs> they, I think they have a new cold. kicker. So I, I think it's you see, holder. they have a new guy. No, but do they have a new holder? Because that's a <laughs> oh, guy know. that's bad. I think that's a guy that really screws them. The holder on the team. 
Yeah, uh, I would just say that they're a nine and eight team. Look, you look at the schedule and you give everyone's wins and losses and you go Kansas City home for for the for the Raiders. Like, all right, that's good. That's going to be a win. Like Chargers home for the Raiders. Like, oh, I could see them winning that and blowing it. I just don't like the one yeah. score game. They so lost- you just you're scarred emotionally from the years of weird Chargers shit. They've lost 31 games by one score in the last five years. What about the games. fact that they have no home field advantage whatsoever? Yeah, that they, that's not you good don't like either. That part? You look up and there's everyone else's jersey in the crowd. We'll yeah. go to a Chargers game this year. I think we will. Week two, Cowboys. Oh, you're going to that one. I think so, yeah. Yep. Oh, that'll be great. That'll be, be good for that. the pod. That's a night game, right? I think we're going to have to do that from the It's not a night. The, ve- oh, not? the Vegas one's a night one. Oh, right. The Vegas one. Okay. Yeah. So we got through them all? Did we do? We got yeah. through them all. So all what's right. your single favorite over under? Raiders? Uh, well, I mean, if you go by my lunatic, uh, the, it's the Raiders and the Falcons both over. I like, yeah. Mine is the Pats, Pats, which oh, we'll get to in say. part two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go to a part two. Do we have to we're do gonna part do, two? You talk about, yeah, we Patriots. have part two. We're going to do a quick million dollar picks, uh, futures, our favorite futures are mine. And you, you chip in a couple. All right. Then guess the lines. Mm-hmm. You're 15. And then uh, a little parent corner, and we're good to go. Part one was produced by Kyle Crane. We'll see you in part two. It will be up right after this one. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com.